Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in normal fashion with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture is coming out of Limitations 3 and 32. And it says, though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love. God has unfailing love for you. Not conditional, but unfailing love. Even when you don't do right, even when you feel like you're not deserving of love, God loves you despite of. God wants to be that cornerstone in your life to bring stability, to bring foundation, to bring a, a love that knows no other, that knows no limit, that knows no bound. God wants to show love to you. And that's what is going to be your light in your dark times. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. We thank you, God, for everything that you're doing right now and, and everything that you're going to do. God, we ask you to be able to let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable. Let us be able to even touch somebody with the hardest heart that so they can say, what can I do to be saved? Bless everybody under the sounds of my voice. Let new revelation, let new breakthroughs happen. Let a relationship be mended and, and bonded with you, God. God, we just ask you to be able to say something today, God, in this interview, on this platform, so that people could really know that you are real, that people could really know that they could get that confirmation. So people can really know more about you so they could be able to develop more relationship with you enlarge the territory of anointed radio let's be able to reach new airwaves new platforms new audiences let's be able to get to new regions and countries god bless every body listening to anointed radio that they could share it with somebody else so they could be able to go and say you know what that show helped me so i'm gonna tell somebody else god we just ask you to set a fire behind the brand of anointed radio so that it could be the true good news the true gospel behind jesus christ so that people could really learn and walk away with something so we got we said that all in pr jesus precious name amen 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 this is pastor jay like always i got something to say and what i got to say is this you can follow me at anointed jaylon on all social media platforms instagram twitter facebook clubhouse anointed jaylon on facebook i believe you can follow me at jay calhoun or jaylon calhoun either one and if you want to get any of my music Jesus, you make me happy. Renew my praise. Wake up, bless, slip away. And my team rep, Jesus, you can be able to go to all music streaming platforms and be able to download all of those songs under Pastor Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, Calhoun, and be able to hear some of this music that I've made over the years that could be able to bless you. Amen. Amen. So with that being said, I, I want... Um, you guys to know, let's get the, the bills out the way. Today is the Christian Hip Hop Cypher at UNLV 430. If you don't got your tickets, go get your tickets now. It's never too late. Eventbrite, the Christian Hip Hop Cypher finale tonight. I met, I met with all of the artists that's going to be in the Cypher. They're dope. They got ready. They've been rehearsing. They've been going here. They've been going there. They've been really getting ready. Las Vegas, turn up today. I'm telling you, make sure that you're in the building, UNLV Student Union building, where you could be able to get your tickets at Eventbrite or at the door. Um, and special uh, announcement, I'll be hosting the red carpet there and performing with Eternal and IC Jones. So Las Vegas, let's show out. And if you have not, Make sure that you mark the date for October 1st, Ministers versus Musicians at the Doolittle Community Center, October 1st, $7 at the door. Come out, come support, 
Ministers versus Musicians Charity Basketball Game for Breast Cancer Awareness. Definitely, if you're in the city of Las Vegas, you want to enjoy a good game. There's going to be a few games before with the semi-pro teams. And then there's the minister and musician game where the ministers are going to win. Amen. Just call that out right now. With that being said, make sure you share, like, subscribe. All my YouTube people, I see all my YouTube people. I'll make sure that you go ahead and subscribe and hit that subscribe button and make sure that you go ahead and comment, share it. All my Facebook people watching, make sure you tag to a group, share to a group, share to your friends, tag your friends, share, like, subscribe. Make sure that you tell everybody about anointed radio and if you haven't did it already make sure you download the anointed radio app for 24-hour gospel christian hip-hop and ccm and if you don't know what that is just look it up but anyway i'm all of my with all my guests that's that are co-hosts i guess you could say my guests ain't here yet but my co-hosts I got my co-hosts that are not here, which is Miss Trinia, Boss Barbie. She was at the actual um, parade. Congratulations to all of the Lady Aces being world champion, bringing the first championship to the city of Las Vegas, historic. The first professional team to bring a championship to the city of Las Vegas with us being so brandly new from inception of bringing professional teams. It was a big thing. We had a par- It was a parade. It was a lot of great things that's happening. Follow the Lady Aces. They enjoy their, they're going to enjoy their break with that championship. With, um, we have the Raiders coming up. Um, they're, they're playing Tennessee. Pray for them. And <laughs> um, the, the Knights and the Lights are playing as well. So make sure you follow all Las Vegas sports and make sure that you, Share, like, subscribe right now on my follow listeners. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and bring Mr. Benzel Washington. Miss Prophetess Tish. Hello. How y'all doing? People where they can follow follow you and all the great things that you do. Yes, sir. It's uh, Ben, Ben J, X. K.A. Benzel underscore Washington 1993, repping for all the 90s babies, for sure. Uh, you can find me on uh, all types of social platforms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram. Um, I also do a podcast with my wife. The Kids Goodnight Podcast. Check us out. Uh, any of our uh, podcasts that we've done in the past are actually on YouTube. It's Goodnight YouTube. Also, you can find us, find me also on YouTube for called the johnsons it's the johnson with the u not a o uh we do all types of skits all types of funny stuff on there check out my family amen amen i am prophetess tish you can find me on instagram at fervently creations you can also find me on um facebook at tish year you can find me in the clubhouse street on there as prophetess tish year check out my website fervently creations Com. If you have not already copied your, your book, please go ahead, go, go on the website and get your purchase of the new release, Amazon bestseller and international seller of Trap Behind Enemy Lines in my mind. Hey, man, I thought y'all was going to talk about more stuff. But and if you haven't, make sure you go follow Dr. Marvinetta Clay at uh, Worship Forever um, One. All of the great things that Dr. Marvinetta Claire is doing, make sure that you go follow her. Make sure you go follow Miss Brittany, where she does testimony Tuesdays on Tuesdays. And um, she's doing a lot of things like Brittany talks and, and all the great things. So make sure that you're following everybody here because I want you to know that we do a lot of great things outside of Anointed Radio too. And you could go and be involved in it and make sure that no matter what happens, you could be able to know what we're doing. And what we're doing is being able to bring great things to you for you to learn, to be able to be encouraged, to be motivated, to learn about, oh, that's crazy. I didn't have my video up. No, you didn't. That whole time. I was talking to y'all, though. I, I, we heard you loud and clear. I was talking to y'all, though. But <laughs> going back to what I was saying is I want to make sure everybody is um, following all of us because our ministry is really great. 
We're doing a lot of great things. And it's not just for us. It's for the collective. It's for the people that are weary. It's for the people that are going through. So I want you to know that follow Anointed Radio, follow all of the co-hosts on Anointed Radio, and you will see a lot of great things happening. So with that being said, it's about that time. Y'all know what time it is? For y'all to share, like, and subscribe. Because yes. I'm not going to the game yet until y'all share, like, subscribe. We see all these people on here. I want y'all to go ahead and share, like, subscribe, and be part of the conversation. Because we're about to do this or that. This or that is a great game that really involves everyone as a collective. Our guests will be coming on at 1.30. So we're going to play a little bit of this or that and have a little topic discussions. And I, I want y'all to go with me with this because one thing I can let y'all know is I'm not Miss Brittany. You know, Brittany Marley brought this game up and I could tell you all this. She does a great job at it. I didn't know how hard it was to prepare for this, but I know now because I have a whole bunch of them. So when y'all ready, y'all let me know when y'all ready. Y'all y'all ready? Y'all, we good. We good. Miss Wright, you going to play with us? Ready. Look, she's on. We ready. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready? Okay. We ready. We ready. All right. This or that. And the this or that is an easy game. You just pick one or the other. And I, I threw a whole bunch of different things into it. If if you feel like you can't pick, just pick one. I'm just saying, I'm not Brittany. Amen. So with that being said, um, number and one. if you're watching, be interactive with us and post what you would pick as well. Yeah, yeah. put in the comments which, which one you guys will pick. Because um, it's it's a game. I want y'all to be enjoying this. And, and try it at home. Because, like... Prophetess Tish has talked about this can get the phones put down so that you and your family, you and your spouse, you and your kids or whoever can start doing this or that to spark a conversation, to really just enjoy each other in conversating. Because the gift of communication seems to be lost in this now generation of social media. And we have to get to a point where we can start talking again and, and enjoying each other's conversations. And this or that is a good icebreaker to be able to do that. So if you don't know what to do, this or that can help you on your way. So with that being said, this or that. First one is, would you rather a talking pet or a talking baby? A talking baby. So they can tell me, tell me what's going on. Okay, the talking baby. I I want to talk in pet. My pits, I'll be curious of what they saying. <laughs> I'll go with pet because eventually the baby is going going to, you know, start talking down the road. But and it would be weird. Can you imagine they come out the womb and be like, hey, what took y'all so long? Can, Can you imagine, imagine a baby in 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 the womb like, hey, hurry up. <laughs> that would be weird. But can you, but look, can you imagine like how, how they felt once the donkey turned around and started talking? Okay, I'm sorry, my bad. That, okay, that exactly. <laughs> All right, so next one, next one, next one. Uh would you rather test the waters or dive into the deep end? Let me dive in. Because if I dive in, I don't allow fear to set in. Once I'm testing it, then I allow doubt. But if I dive in, I'm just swimming, and I don't even care about reaching the, the yeah. I just go I, with the flow. I guess I say, like, dive in, because Prophetess Tish is right. Like, I'd rather just like, get all the fear out, you know, just kind of jump in. So it's like you, you get out of your own head when you just go and don't think about it. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say, from my perspective, I just dive in because I don't want to be cold. <laughs> like, all the people that test the water be looking weird, like, ah, ee, ooh, it's cold. Ah, oh my body. Oh. And I'm That's like, true. just jump in. Just, <laughs> you don't have to be cold. But think That's about true. that in life, though. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. My spirit high today, so I'm not going to preach that, but that'll preach, you know, I'm just saying sometimes we're like that in life and yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like instead of just going forth and doing what God tells us to do, we want to. Well, let me try it this way and see what happened. Let me see if anybody follows me. Now. Let me see if anybody do this. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. But you know what I mean? And, but but he told he told you to go ahead. I didn't gave you the vision. I didn't gave you the plan. I need you to go ahead and do it. Go ahead and bring forth the vision. But you be inching out and testing it out and seeing if it works just yep. for your own benefit. And it's kind of like you, you know, the definition of ghosting. That's one thing that got me is, and I'm not gonna preach for this long because I got a whole bunch of questions left, but it, it got me though, is because um ghosting means that a person used you play with your emotions mostly to get what they want, and then they ghosted you to after they got what they want. That's how people treat how people treat Jesus all the time. Come on. They get what they want, they get the house, they get the car, they get the child, they get the marriage, they get this, they get that, yeah. and then they straight ghost God. Ghost. Like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, I didn't need all that. But number the third question. <laughs> let's go to the third question. Would you Dang, now I see how boss uh, Miss Brittany be feeling because this is a lot. All right. Would you rather sort by price or by rating? Price. Ratings. Okay. Would you rather guacamole or salsa? Guacamole. Guac. Fresh guac. Man, come on. Okay. Got Cal, man, come on now. <laughs> Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Oh, I don't like either. <laughs> um, Both have their benefits. <laughs> I guess loud neighbors. I'd rather have loud neighbors than nosy because, like, nosy just get on your nerves. Like, loud you kind of can deal with here and there, but nosy is like. Uh, I'd rather nosy because ain't nobody about to break into my house yeah. because they're like, hey, y'all know somebody was standing in front of your house when, when you was at work. I'm like, for real? They but that would be in your business too, Pastor yeah. Jay. But, but you like, know what? Once you have children, it's honestly, it's, I have teenagers. And so, you know, I have a, um, a, a elderly neighbor next to me and Miss Jean, like, hey, she'll call me up. It was somebody. Yeah, he was cleaning out the flower bed for me, Miss Jean. Thank you. He was in your yard. Thank you, Miss Jean. <laughs> so I'm thankful for somebody else. That'll get annoying. No, it what gets annoying is the the loud loud one sometimes. But I guess sometimes we could be the loud one because, like, right now he my husband's out there uh, maintenance and he's PMCS in the vehicles, right? And so, but we have old schools. Our old schools, once you crank them up, they're loud. So you got both of them and you revving them and stuff like that. So I guess so we you're the loud that That's funny. <laughs> so I can be the loud one. Okay, I got all right. Here's the next one. We got a few more. <clears throat> so, would you rather be rich and famous or rich and unknown? Rich, rich and unknown, of course. I don't, I don't want that fame. Mm -mm. All right. Would you rather owe money or owe a favor? Oh, oh no, favor. man, nothing but to love them. <laughs> I'd rather For owe sure. money. I'd be like, here's why. Well, I don't know what that favor might be. It might be more than the money you owe them. <laughs> Facts. 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 Um, let's see. Ambition or comfort? Ambition. Mm. Ambition. Okay. Comfort leads you into stagnation. Okay. Yeah. This one's gonna be hard. These one, these next ones gonna be hard. Would you rather see the future or change the past? See the future, you get see the see the change. future, so I can change my present. Yeah, change the past. I mean, how did you? I mean, that's kind of how you got here. So why would you want to change it? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. And some things I wish I hadn't done, but I mean, I have a colorful past. Okay, so here's here's another one that goes hand in hand with this: painful truth or comforting lie. Oh, give me the truth. I can't remember a lie. Lie to me. Lie to me, please. Just lie to me. I don't know the truth. Lie to me. Nope. Nope. I don't want to know. Just lie. Okay. All right. So here's another one. And anybody joined in, make sure you guys are writing in the comments your answers to these. Would you rather pick logic or emotion? Logic. Logic. Oh, emotion. Emotions to get you in. You said, uh, emotion. 
like, you know, it's funny. Like my wife is pregnant right now, so and it's funny. We just had this conversation about logic over emotion, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so mad. You know, I'm pregnant because I'm, I, I, all my emotions are all out of whack." And I'm like, "I'm, I'm sitting there like, really, Valerie? Really? Just think about this logically. You would not be emotional." And she's like, "Ah, I'm so emotional." I'm like, "All right." I'm trapped in a box of emotion. That's my favorite movie, Anchorman. Um, so here's some biblical this or that. It's gonna go for uh, a spin. We're gonna go real fast through these. All right. Would you rather have super strength of Samson or wisdom of Solomon? Wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. I want super strength. Give me Samson super strength. Yeah. Give me some. all right. So number thirteen. Right, Suge Knight of got uh, of of gospel. Go ahead. Right, Suge Knight with strength. <laughs> so, would you eat only handmade bread for over a year, or only eat vegetables and fruits for your for the foreseeable future for the rest of your days? Vegetables and fruit. I want that bread. <laughs> okay, that's hard. <laughs> All right, so here's 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 one. this one gonna be hard, y'all. I, I was thinking about this one. Would you, which one would you rather pick? Watch Lazarus be risen from the dead, or eat with Jesus at the Last Supper? I would eat with Jesus at the Last Supper. It's like you witness a miracle, or you eating with Jesus, and like that's. I think I'll probably want to see Lazarus come up from the dead. Just witness a miracle right in front of me. Like I feel like I'll be like astonished by that. Mm. Okay. The and petty this- side of me wants to see like the whole whispering that was going on. Like, so which one? And then Jesus be like, <laughs> the one that I give this piece of. <laughs> I don't know, but whoever I gave this bread to. <laughs> When are you gonna go check me? Like, I just want to see that conversation. Be like, oh wow, it's about to go down all the way down. (laughs) All right, and then the last one is this: Would you rather help rebuild the temple or help the early church grow? Ooh, help rebuild the temple. I think the lesser of the two evil was rebuilding the temple. Because uh, they was beheaded people. They was cutting the heads off. Mm. And that was this or that, guys. Hope you guys mm. like it. Use it at home. You could be able to do these things with all of your family and friends. Sponsor. I, I will say, Pastor Jay, I like the, the Bible twist in it. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah I, I, had, I, had, I had a few little extra ones. Miss. Everybody got their flavor. That was my version of this or that. Miss Brittany has her version. You'll see all of us have our little different trivias and games in the middle to be able to get you guys involved with it. So with one thing I want to tell you guys is this. Jay-Z be hating. He already know that one. But one thing I want to tell people (laughs) is that stop dimming your light for other people. Um, God was really, really getting on me yesterday. Um, and I wanted to kind of bring this out to the floor while we talk for a few before we go into our interview is that why are we so rambunctious of turning our light down? Like God does this in our life. We don't want to talk about it. God blesses this. Oh, we showboating. God does this. Oh, I don't want people to be hating. And I'm, and it's just like, God did it for you to show that he's real, to show that he's not fictitious, to show that he works in your life, to show that if it wasn't for him, he was the only person that could have did it because oh. people know your story. And it's just like, we tell kids this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But when you become an adult, don't shine it for nobody. That doesn't make sense. And as our us as Christians, we like to to always highlight the negative and dumbplay ourselves. And I didn't say downplay, I said dumbplay because we act like we we don't have nothing, we don't know nothing. And then when it comes down to what's happening in our lives, we don't we don't get to a point where we can actually be like, you know, look at what God done for me. God, people said that I was supposed to be dead and gone. 
I've been to two colleges at the highest uh, institutions of colleges that could be accepted. I didn't been here. I didn't done that. I didn't did this. I've been done that. Why don't we read our resume? And then when people say, when you're reading your resume, oh, you showboating. So I'm supposed to be quiet about the great things God has done for me? Because I remember when my resume was one page and nobody thought I was qualified. But now that I'm qualified, now that I've been brought out, now that I've been polished, now I've got right. some education, why right. can't I talk about where I've been through? It, mm -hmm. Who told you that you have to dumb down your life because people don't want to do the work? Come if on. you gave them the, the information about Jesus, they have plausible information for themselves. Amen. They can't deny the truth no more. You could say all you want to. You already know about God and know what you're supposed to do. So it's just kind of like, why are you dimming down or dumbing down your life for people just because they don't want to elevate theirs? Come on. God, the same God that blessing me and everybody else could bless you. But are you trusting God to do it? Are you actually doing the work? Because it, it takes work. God only yeah. asks you for one thing. Consistency. Come on. Consistency. Doing something. That's what faith is. Consistency. Having faith of knowing that I'm going to trust God. Knowing that I'm going to read my word. Knowing I'm going to pray. Knowing I'm going to go to church. Yeah, I'm going to treat people right. Yeah, I'm going to love people. But we want to go back to what Prophetess was saying. We want to test out the waters. Let me try Jesus and me. And the you is the one that messed messed the whole batch up. Come on, because come you on. will spoil what God has that for you preaching. in your life. That boy preaching. So I want you to know today that despite of what you're going through, stop dumbing down your life because that's why most people don't want to be Christian because they don't see no profit of it. Come on. Why, why would I want to be a Christian that's married if I see every relationship going through shambles? Why would I want to be a Christian business owner when I see everybody complaining about each other and mm -hmm. nobody supporting each other? Why would I want to go to church when everybody I see in church is talking about one another? We got to stop highlighting the negative and start showing what God has really done. And guess what? You can't be delivered by yourself. Because I heard somebody say this, and I don't know who this is for. You ain't got no power the only mm. way you're gonna be delivered is by giving it to god amen the only way you're gonna be able to get out some situations you tired of cussing you tired of drinking you're tired of smoking you're tired of going through all these things attitudes and all that stuff then you got to be tired enough to say god take it from me but if you don't believe it then it's not gonna happen Tomorrow, and it's tomorrow. not going to be overnight. It's going to be settled. It's going to be points where God is going to start purging you of situations, let's say just of cussing. When you get into a situation you want to cuss and God just gets you to a point where you're like, I don't even need to cuss. I sound ignorant cussing. But your mind got to be changed to actually let God in to change your mind. Come on now. Come on. So we got to stop dumbing down what God is doing for you because the people assigned to you is like, man, your life is trash. I don't want to be a Christian. I, I don't blame them. If all you see is negative, pettiness, trashness, I don't want to be part of that. The world already gives it to you. People are trying to see hope, light, renewing, structure. If you don't got no structure, but you saying, you know, you, you following God's teaching, I'm telling you, there's, there's something wrong. The most successful people, and I'm going to leave it on that to open up, open up dialogue. The most successful people stay to a regiment, and they're religious to their regiment. If it's prayer, if it's meditation, if it's affirmations, if it's reading their Bible and working out, if that's the five things that they do every morning, they do it every morning, and that's how they become successful. Because if they can stick to that regiment, that means they can stick to any regiment. And that's personal regimen. A lot of us can't stick to something. That's why we keep failing and starting over again. Come on. Come on, come on. Come on. God is trying to show you you're more than the restart. You're more than the reset. How many times are you going to reset a job? 
How many times you're going to reset your location? How many times you're going to have to do the basics before God could even take you to be elevated? God can't elevate you because he's giving you the basics. You so worried about a job. God been like, I didn't give you 10. You didn't like them after I gave it to you. Mm. He didn't, you asked for a house. You after the house, you, you talking about, you don't want it no more. The spouse that you prayed for, cried for, Proverbs women and, and men that have been looking for a, a wife to call, to, to treat like the church. But as soon as you get them, you disrespect them and treat them like they play things. God sees these things. And we, we, we ghost them. And that's why we treat the things that God blessed us in our life like it's nothing. That's why we dumb down the blessings in our life. That's why we dumb down the deliverance that's happened in our life. That's why we shut up. I'm going to be frank. We shut up about a lot of things that we should be up front saying, God, help me with this. And I don't care if you get mad about or you hate on me or you do this because it's not about humility telling people about my testimony of what God has done for me. Come on, come on. I want somebody to understand today. Stop dimming your light for other people because they hate you. They got insecurities and they got all this type of stuff for the their own problems. They ain't got nothing to do with you. Stop dumbing down your light. Stop dimming your light. Shine your light. Shine your testimony. Shine your gift. And I could tell you right now, in a year from now, God will show you the wonders he had waiting for you that you've been stagnant because you've been just so worried about stuff that don't matter. Wow. Amen. Ouch. Ouch. Can I say ouch? Can I say ouch? Type in the comments, ouch, if that hits you. I'm just going to say trust, trust God and believe to know that God really got your back, but you got to trust him for yourself. We could tell you all you want to. You can lead the horse to water, but you can never make them drink. And God feels that way for you all the time. He can give you the knowledge, the wisdom, the person, the things that he needs to talk to you about, the scripture, the prayer, the fasting, all that don't matter. Don't matter what, what this gospel song he give you. If you don't know the basics about God and know how to love it doesn't matter. It's just words and noise. God is trying to get you to be delivered, to understand that no matter what happens, if you trust him and do it his way, watch your life change for the better. Amen. You know what? Can, can, can I, after I move my, to- my toes, can I say something? Amen. <laughs> so for one, for one that's out on me, because I do that. Uh-oh. I do that uh, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of times I dumb myself down some, sometimes just trying to fit in. And so I get into atmospheres and I, I'm trying to dumb myself down or I look at myself as a grasshopper. Once I say grasshopper, um, I want us to go back to think, think about like once they was getting ready to go um, into the land of, of Can- uh, Canaan. Right. And so once once they came back and gave the reports, once the spies came back and gave the report, or so they gave and said, um, what is it? in Numbers 13, 33, I had to pull it up. It says, and there we saw the giants, the son of, of sons of Anak, who come, who come of the giants, and we are in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. And so sometimes we see ourselves as grasshoppers in the sight of other people are, and we think that other people look at us as grasshoppers once people look at us and they actually see our true potential. But sometimes we don't see it in ourselves, and we project what we see of think about ourselves onto others and think, oh, well, they don't think that I'm, I'm, um, you know, that I'm worthy or I know what, I, what I'm talking about. And so a lot of times we begin to dim our light because we see ourselves as such. We see ourselves less than. We see ourselves as grasshoppers. We see ourselves as somebody that's not worthy. And so a lot of times I do it um, 
Or so when people be like, oh, well, well, you have so much knowledge. And I'm like, well, no, I, I really don't know anything or whatever. And I say this, I speak this, but I forget that I have degrees in this thing. I forget that, you know, when they I, I remember when Brittany had mentioned something the first time about the Bible trivia. And I was like, well, I hope they're easy questions. Why am I saying I hope that it's easy questions? Once I know it, what I did was did a false humility. A lot of times we're doing false humility. And what I did was I immediately dumb myself down because I didn't want to seem like, hey, well, I, I love reading the Bible. I'd rather read than watch TV. If you ask me my this or that, once it comes to reading the Bible or watching TV, I'm going to tell you, I'd rather read the Bible. And so once it comes to also school, well, what do you go to school for? Oh, I went to school and I got a bachelor's in biblical studies. Oh, I got a master's in, in biblical exposition. Oh, I'm currently working on my on my degree in, in, in um, biblical studies. But soon as she mentioned anything about Bible trivia, I was like, oh, it, you know, it, it's, it's, um, it's the question easy. Knowing that I'll sit on my, on my phone and play Bible trivia games all day long. Or so to me, that's fun. And a lot of times when I want to come off social media, the way I do it is by playing Bible trivia games on my phone. And so sometimes we dumb ourselves down because we want to fit in with the crowd once he have called us to stand out, once he's called us to, to canyon, once he's called us to be great, once he called us to to um, to let our, our light shine, say, who, who will light a candle and then put a lampshade over it? Why are we doing that? Why do we do that? Why sometimes it's false humility and sometimes it's insecurity, but sometimes we're trying to fit in once he's called you to be a leader. He's now calling you to hang out with, let's go to the military sense real quick, uh, Pastor Jay. He's, he's not calling me as a, he's calling me as a sergeant major, but I'm still there saying, I want to hang out with the privates. I cannot fit in with them. I have to hold myself to a certain standard. My knowledge needs to be at a certain level. So I can't sit there and play the private role. But a lot of times we bring ourselves back down to a private, I'm going to be quiet. But you know, a lot of times we bring ourselves back down to that private role or so when we dumb ourselves down just to fit in with people. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, Pastor Jay, I needed to hear that because I'm guilty of it all the time. I know it. I can preach it to other people all the day alone. But at the same time, sometimes I need to hear it and I need to do it as myself and realize, hey, realize it is greatness in you. He called you to be great. He called you to be who you are and quit dimming your light for other people. So, I, I you know, thank you. You really stepped on my, my toes, Dan. Amen. I didn't try to, but to God be the glory. We got Mr. Birdie out here. Yo, yo, can you hear me? We can hear you. Hey. Man, I am hey. so sorry. <laughs> It is okay. My, my apologies. We're just getting back to the house. I had to jump on three different phones. They all were dying. We don't have no juice. I ran upstairs, hopped on the laptop. So that he froze. Up he froze, but you back. You back. Hey, okay. you good? We was vibing. We was vibing. Oh, like, I heard that. You, you we're going to make it happen. So one thing. So let's go into it because we because right. I'll right. preach again because I got about I got so many sermons under my belt. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want y'all to know. Come on, my next sermon's title. If you think you lonely now, <laughs> wait until tonight. I, I want y'all to know that song was talking about a whole relationship with you and God. If you really look <laughs> at it in the spiritual, because. If you think about it, and, and y'all, any preachers or biblical people watching me, y'all could take it, but it ain't gonna be mine because mine's God download. But one thing I want people to realize is that we ask so much from God and we complain so much, but guess what? We don't even deal with ourselves when we at home by ourselves at nighttime because Come God on, gets man. you late in the midnight hour when you ain't got no friends when you ain't got no drink when you ain't got no weed when you ain't got no no distraction Amen. when you got to sit there with you and your thoughts god oh, be like Lord, went to sleep. you think you lonely <laughs> now because you you really lonely being around a whole group of people but if you think you're lonely now wait until tonight come on now come on i'm telling you i'm telling you it's coming through it's let your help come through. I'm just saying. So yeah, that's 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 next. I'm, I'm gonna break that down. With, let me. Oh God, can't wait to have focus scripture. Amen. So Mr. Birdie, Mr. Birdie McKinney, here up, man? in Las Vegas. 
Yes, I met sir. him last night. It was a great honor to meet him last night. They was we, they was rehearsing. I came over and I was rapping about tacos. I was like, hey, <laughs> and sounding hey, good too. <laughs> I was I was like I was like you know it ain't it ain't like my song my team rep Jesus because I got to write that so it was a little freestyle you know what I'm saying. But one thing um, I want everybody to know is where is your hometown and where do you reside now? Okay, so um, born in I. Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, so I was about 12. So then I moved to a small place called Tyler Town, Mississippi. My parents moved because New Orleans was getting real bad. It was getting rough. And my family had land there. Um, that's originally where they're from. So moved to Tyler Town, Mississippi. So that's hometown. And where I reside at is Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So, I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the place. Louisiana, Mississippi, you know, half and half. But where I live at now is Louisville, Kentucky. Okay, so South. south. I, I, I gotta ask this. Yes. So, what got you into rapping? What was the first spark of you saying, Man. you know, what, I'm a rapper? Look, so honestly, I always love music. Like, and I'm, I'm I might date myself a little bit, but you know, the the rappers back in the day, like way back in the day. I mean, uh. LL early LL, you know, so um now nah, but I listened to I listened to music, you know, the hip hop music, and I just fell in love with it. And my mom is basically the the spiritual one in our household. So growing up, she kept me in church, kept me in church. So I grew up knowing about God, knowing about his word. So eventually it just made six to, um sense to combine the two, to combine, you know, what I grew up believing and my love for hip hop. That's how I wound up turning out. So Amen. what made you think, like, say, you know what? I love it, but I love God. And how can I mix the two? How can I pull other people in and change their message, change what it is that change the message and what they listen to? You still can have the same vibe. You can still have the same groove right. going on. You can still rock out to it or whatever. But let me change the message and give you something positive and let you know you ain't got to change change your your your, your genre, the, the type of music that you mm -hmm listen to you just need to change the message when did that hit for you it really hit when um when i got my first child actually it hit when i got my first child my first um first child daughter jordan and um at a point it became uncomfortable talking about certain things because i'll go back and say this even though i grew up knowing about god when i was trying to do initially trying to do rap i wasn't rapping about god you know i was rapping about what i thought was cool so i was talking about money clothes you know women and all this other stuff, stuff that I, I really wasn't living, you know, I mean, that just being honest about it, you know, a lot of hip hop is a facade, you know, and mm -hmm. cursing, you know, just living that lifestyle, drinking, and it started feeling uncomfortable. And I thought about it, well, man, you know, you have a daughter, you know, of course I have a mother and I wanted my mom to be able to listen to my music and be proud of it or be able to play my music in front of my wife or in front of my children. So really God started convicting me about that. And as soon as I switched up my message and I started putting God in my message and including him and putting him at the forefront, doors just started opening that wasn't open before. Like I couldn't get heard when I was trying to do secular rap, just all kinds of stuff. Doors were just closed, closed. And as soon as I switched my message up, it's like I didn't have to look for people. People started contacting me. So that was just God opening the door. So once you once I included him, that was it. So he really worked on my heart. He convicted me, you know, like, how can you have a gift that I gave you, but you're not uplifting me with my with the gift that I gave you, you know, so it felt bad at a point. So yes, that's what's happened. So one thing I would want to ask is, what was one thing that you can say as a Christian hip hop artist that mm -hmm. is a common obstacle that most Christian hip hop artists go through? You know, I, I really hate this. And I hate when that question comes up, but it's the truth. Other Christians in church, other Christians in church. And the reason I say that is you have so many people that are really stuck in tradition. They're stuck in a traditional way of doing things. So when you see a person that's using the type of music that I use or that might dress like I dress or that, it doesn't really fit in. It doesn't fit in. But my whole thing is this, right? And I, I've had a, I had a conversation with a pastor friend of mine. He's like, man, rap isn't a guy. You're not supposed to be doing that. Well, I tell him, number one, scripture tells you to make a joyful noise. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. You know, so when I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm happy. And I'm talking about God. That's number one. And then number two, how can you put God inside of a box? God that created everything, every gift, you know, everything, every person, the gifts that we have, he gave us that. So how can we say that this isn't supposed to be used for him? You know, even better yet, if you turn on your radio and you listen to your radio, the type of music that you hear is going to be 95% of the time it's hip hop. So if you're in a foreign country and you don't speak that language, you can't communicate with nobody. So you have to be in a language. And I really feel like for people that feel like rap isn't supposed to be in church, that message is not for you no way. I'm not trying to reach people that are in church already. I'm trying to pull people that are outside of church to bring them to church that possibly haven't heard about God. They might hear my song or a Lecrae song or a Mr. Church's song or whoever your artist is, they might hear a song and that might be their first interaction with God. Yeah. So whether people want to believe it or not, what we're doing is actually ministry. Yeah. You know, I, so, I love once that question comes up. I, I had um, it come up one time because I was listening to um, uh, Pastor Jay. Uh, what look, I could actually do Pastor Day, both Pastor Days, but Pastor Day, the, uh, I got it. And, and so I had a cousin and she was just sitting there saying it, this and another. Well, I had a relative of mine at the time and she just kind of looked at us. And so she said that she didn't like, you know, that she didn't like the fact that it was gospel, you know, the gospel rap. Mm -hmm. And I looked and I said, well, at the same time, I said, you like Lee Williams. You like the Kenny Spirituals? Do it not sound like blues? Do this it's stuff, and, and then and then like it's a a, a blues singer named Big Rob or whatever, and he had a son that says like, "Please don't judge me" or whatever. And so it's it's a lot of of the the people that that likes to say it, and most of them that are into that traditional way and stuff. They're traditional singing and stuff, but they love the quartet groups. They love the men, the men choirs and the guitars and stuff. But if you go back and you look at the blues singers, you'll see that originally that came from blues. That didn't start actually really in the church. That was blues that was that was brought into the church. And so this is just a different generation. And so whenever someone that is so traditional, or I say those Pharisees, like to approach me with that i love it because i sit there and i listen to them and then i say and i, I love bringing lee williams into it or the canyon spirituals are right. are you know what i'm saying uh are you know hey start, start talking about the, the uh mississippi poor boy or whatever like just yeah. like you know what's the name who was the one that's saying i gotta clean up what i messed up starting my life all over that's a gospel and, and a blues song you know what i mean and so right. a lot of times they say that and it's just like if you listen to your songs, it's the same. It's the same thing. Y'all are doing doing the same the same thing or whatever. But y'all are judging the next generation versus actually saying, "Hold on, doing like like you're saying." You know, going outside of the four walls. I'm trying to go out and, and reach them and meet them where they at. I have to speak their language. I have to get their head bobbing and getting them to listen to the message and saying, "Okay, now once I once I got you sent there repeating." over and over my team rep jesus my team rep jesus i got you repeating that over and over again now i'm like wait a minute hold on these fools around me don't rep jesus for real like they don't even love god like why i'm and it gets you to thinking and and it gets into them and you're planting seeds but you use the music first to draw them say love and kindness is how i draw them what are you using to draw them are I'm, I'm gonna be quiet. My bad, Pastor Jack. <laughs> I told you I'm gonna be on fire today. I'm gonna stop. I'm stopping it up. Amen. Yeah. What, I, so I want to actually say this. So, um, because I know, man, today, if you didn't know, make sure you're at the Christian Hip Hop Cipher at UNLV Student yeah. Union Building. Yeah. It's gonna be so much great stuff. So we're not rushing, but we're rushing at the same time because people gotta get dressed, ready, and rehearsal. So with that being said, go ahead and tell us, Mr. McKinney, about wait. I had a question, okay. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, give me, give, give me two minutes, please. You heck of delay. First of all, I looked at your mouth, <laughs> yeah. And your mouth wasn't moving, and I heard your voice. And I said, I don't know how he doing that. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, his whole face was solid, like. And his mouth was going. Go ahead, Ben. My bad. Yeah, uh, okay, so uh, for me, oh, okay. Oh, um, so for for me, uh, I wanted to ask: Does secular rap give Christian hip hop 
a, a bad name or, or kind of what's the effects of what secular rap have on Christian hip hop? Do you feel that because it's so celebrated in, in, in one sense that Christian rap is kind of, I guess, not really kicked to the back burner, but it's not as supported as it is because of that? I think yes and I think yes and no. I mean, um, you do have secular artists that probably get more attention, you know, because of I, don't know, I guess for whatever reason, people just like hearing that. But I wouldn't say it's competition either, because you know it, it's totally different things. I think when it becomes a problem is when we get to behaving like secular artists. Like if I'm telling you that I represent God, but you can't see no God in me you don't see the God in my actions, then there's no difference than what I'm talking about than what a secular artist is talking about. Mm. So I think the key is really trying to, as far as me, I can't speak for nobody else, but I do my best to live what I, what I spit about, what I rap about, you know? So yes and no to answer that question though. I think it does, you know, because it's so popular because the secular rap is so popular, but at the same time, it becomes trouble when we as, you know, Christian artists or, artists that represent God start acting like, you know, artists that are secular, like you can't see a difference. And that's where I think it becomes a problem. At. And you see that not just in Christian hip hop, you see that even in the gospel scene, um, because you see a lot of gospel gospel singers compare their lives to R&B singers, but R&B singers are not um, held to a same standard as a Christian artist. And some people, go to how can i say this some people may go into gospel just because they know that it's a smaller market and just being realistic and not having the intent for it to be as a ministry it's more as a performance mm -hmm. and it's not something that they're living because there's it, i i just want y'all to know ask your favorite gospel artist or christian hip-hop artist what church they go to if they go to no church but they tell you to go to church. There's a problem. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I'm, right, I'm seeing right. that you you could you could tell the person by the fruit he bears. Right. So it's just it, it, it's it's crazy, and we see it a lot. But I tell people, judge people' characters before you judge it into right. their music because a lot of time we get wrapped up in music and there'd be a whole demon attached to the music. So it's just, you gotta be careful what you ingest into as well. So one thing I wanna ask um, is some of your upcoming projects, your music, what's some of the upcoming project music that you got coming up? Um, and we know that you're here in Vegas. So right. what's to expect which, um, with your performance tonight at UNLV oh, as well? Man, so the performance is going to be crazy. Like, you got, um, I'm actually blessed enough to share the stage with a lot of talented artists, you know, and we're all on one accord talking about God. So even though it's kind of set up as a, you know, a cypher and they got it broke down in the teams or whatever, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. So if you come out to UNLV tonight, which I highly recommend it, y'all can expect some fire lyrics with an incredible message, just an impeccable message. So that's as far as tonight. Um, myself, about a week ago, I released a single. So, um, uh, single, nothing in it. Excuse me. Tomorrow's not promised. Featuring one of my brothers, Mr. Church. So that's the the single that I have out right now. And upcoming, just trying to stay busy. You know, um, have a, a few shows lined up in October in Louisiana, Miami in November, and just wherever God is putting me. You know, doing that and continuing to talk to people when I can, when the opportunity presents itself, because it is ministry. And I feel like it's ministry over music. So if there's an opportunity for me to give a person the word and I'm not behind the mic and I'm not rapping, well, mission accomplished. So, and that happens a lot to where I run into people and um, the opportunity presents itself to talk to them about God. And that's what, you know, I feel like that's what we're supposed to do to witness to people and to talk to people. So that's what happens. So I'm gonna go ahead and say this 
Look at look at him watching, watching. He trying to be all in your show. Look, look yeah. at him being in the interview. That, that's my brother Pete Dis. That's one of these. Pete Dis might as well just come on, come out and say a shout out real quick. He might. Right. We hear you, Pete Dis. We this, that's that's. Come on, say something to the people. Go ahead, say something. What's going on? How y'all doing? Look at this. <laughs> oh, he's one, of the, he's one of them dudes on the other team. He done, cra he done crashed my interview. Go ahead, man. What's up, Jay, man? So one thing I wanted to say, everybody, um, make sure that you're at UNLV tonight. Um, the Christian Hip Hop Cypher is about to be crazy. Yes, and it, it start, a red carpet starts at 430. Make sure that you're in attendance if you are in the local area. Um, one thing I want everybody to do, if you saw Prophet has just dropped off, she had a family emergency. So I want you guys to keep her in prayer while she's dealing with her family emergency. Um, it was, it was something um, that just happened out of the blue. So make sure that you pray for Prophetess Tish as she handles her family emergency. And one thing I want to for Mr. McKinney to do is what is some encouraging words that you would give the upcoming Christian hip-hop artists that's coming up the ranks behind you? Continue to trust God. Continue to trust God and the process, the journey. So even if you're not on at the moment, you know, that doesn't mean that you won't get on. So continue to trust God. Let him order your steps and work on your craft. Do that because even though it's it's CHH, you know, we, we're representing God. So you want it to be the highest quality. So work on your craft and trust God. Amen. And with that being said, it's about that time. And I want y'all to know, um, and before I say that, we want to thank you, Mr. Birdie McKinney, for coming on today and spending time here on Anointed Radio because you could have been anywhere else. And since you came on, just know that you're like family. Everybody that came on Anointed Radio, I done told them this for the last going on six years, that once you come on Anointed Radio, you're family. So if anything you got to promote, anything that we can help on our end, let us know. We'll definitely promote you. Obviously, we're about to put you in music rotation. So let everybody know that out there in front of everybody that we're putting them in music rotation. So make sure you download the Anointed Radio app so you can be able to hear Mr. Bertie McKinney and Mr. Church and all these great artists that we've interviewed in the last few weeks of September. And one thing I want you all to know, I'm going to pause this because this is serious. We're on all podcast platforms. We're not just a radio station. We're on podcasts, too. And if you ever missed any of our shows, you can go check out all almost 400 shows that we had, and you're going to learn something because we're on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio.com, all of it but title because Jay-Z be hating. Hater for real. <laughs> straight hater with no music. And since I had it with no music, back to the music. So with that being said, make sure you guys follow us on LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. Make sure that you even follow us on the YouTube platform where you could push the like button, subscribe. Some of y'all are watching right now from YouTube. Make sure that you share with your friends about Anointed Radio and download the Anointed Radio app where you can get 24-hour gospel, Christian hip-hop, and all Christian music uninterrupted. Las Vegas is number one gospel station. And I want you to know if you want to be a blessing, you could be a blessing and hit us on the cash app. And the cash app is a dollar sign anointed radio network. Real simple. Follow us, help us, be with us, support us, share the word. And with that being said, all I can say is bye, y'all. It's been real. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Peace out, y'all. Much love.